0: Streaming live. You're listening to allflavorsradio.com have,
1: have your phone in on allflavorsradio.com
2: There are some things in life you should never apologize for. Here are seven of those things. Number one, being yourself. Don't ever tone down who you are to fit in with other people or to fit in with what you think society wants to see from you. This world rewards those who are unapologetically themselves. There's something amazing about an individual who is freely themselves. Strip off the masks and release the role-playing. There's no need to fit in when you were born to stand out. If there is anyone who doesn't love you for who you are, those people aren't meant to be in your life anyway. So you can use this as a good filtering process to discover the best people for you, the real you. Number two, following your dreams. You should never have to apologize for following your biggest dreams and goals in life. If there is anyone that tries to discourage you on this journey, maybe they aren't for you at this stage in your life negativity is a virus and a dream killer you should never be made to feel that living the life of your dreams is wrong or selfish going after and living the life of your dreams is an amazing example to the world and everyone that gets to witness it in your life settling for a life you don't want is the ultimate act of selfishness because you are virtually sentencing everyone that has witnessed to it to carry on that legacy. Be the inspiration you want to see in your own life. Number three, taking time for yourself. The main reason you should never apologize for taking time for yourself is because it will benefit all those around you. You cannot give from an empty cup. Carving out some time for yourself is essential for a happy, vibrant, and giving life. Carve out some time first thing each morning is a priority. Time you can spend clearing your mind. Time you can spend in gratitude. Time you can spend meditating. If you do these things first thing each morning, it will ensure you have even more to give to others. So take some time, make it a priority, so you can give more of your best self to the world. Number four, ending toxic relationships. Toxic is toxic. It doesn't matter if they are family, lifelong friends, or your husband or wife. If the relationship is eroding your being, it's time to end or limit that relationship. If they really care for you, more than their own needs, they wouldn't be making you feel that way. Set an example that it is not okay for anyone to invade your positive energy or anyone else for that matter. Make it clear that you will only accept positivity in your space, love, joy, and those who lift you higher. And don't forget to be that person to others. Be able to look at yourself honestly, and ask if you can do better as well. Number five, living in your truth. Those who live in their truth will be led to a quality of life others can only imagine. Living in your truth means standing for things that may be uncomfortable, but things you know are right. It means being honest, even when you know the outcome might not be what you want in the moment. The truth always leads to the best destination in the end. Number six, you should never apologize for your imperfections. No one on this earth is perfect. We all have imperfections and you should never feel like you need to hide them or apologize for having them. You should always be committed to improving yourself for yourself. Don't do it because of other people's demands or expectations. Those who belong with you will accept you for who you are. And by giving their own example, they will inspire you to become the greatest version of yourself. If you find someone like this, hold on to them and return the favor. Number seven, saying no when you need to. Most people take on too many tasks because they simply don't know how to say no when they need to. Taking on too much can overwhelm and lead to stress, which takes you straight forward to a life less than the quality you deserve. Learn to say no firmly but without any negativity. Learn to say yes only to the things you love and must do. Learn the difference and it will contribute to your ultimate happiness.
3: Pleasant, pleasant, pleasant. Good evening to you all out there in all flavours land. How are you all doing? I am Wimbo77. And I am Naturally Lily. Hey, Naturally Lily, how you doing? I'm okay, very hot. Yes, and you got in just in the nick of time, as always. Yeah. Yes, how are you all doing out there? Saying a big high five and hello to the chat room crew, to the tuning crew, to the WhatsApp crew. And to the worldwide crew, and also to all of you silent listeners out there. Now, do you know what? I started back to work yesterday, because we've been on half term, mm-hmm. and I have a sore throat already.
1: Yeah, me too.
3: Unbelievable.
4: Unbelievable. You need to just expect to have loads of these little um, sick, I'm sick not, instances. I am not owning it. New environment it. and all of
3: that. Naturally, Lily, I am not owning it. I refuse absolutely refuse to own it all right so our question how was your day busy yeah very busy it do not stop does it <laughs> does it stop uh, uh no. <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> like a, a rabbit you know one of those rabbit wheels uh not rabbit wheel. it's like a hamster, hamster wheel. wheel
4: and you know when you got things that remember last week we were saying that we've been we were kind of perfectionists yeah and it's, I was say I was describing it as when you are trying to get things done and it's like somebody is just standing at the next door mm. holding it closed. It wow. was like that for me today. Wow. It was like Well, like you got to
3: bust that door down, girl. Oh. And, and you know, knock on those doors and get them open. Mm. To me life is like there was a story I used to love this story when I was younger. And it was called the magic porridge pot. <laughs> that it yeah, that overflowed. We used to say, Cook, porridge pot, cook. And it would just continue cooking. Mm. And she forgot to stop. She forgot to tell it to stop. And then when you wanted it to stop, stop, porridge pot, stop. So one day she st- forgot and it filled up the whole of the town and yeah. all this stuff. And that's what life can seem like. Like yeah. you think, right, right, I've done this, I've gotten over that. And then there's just something else to, to deal with. Mm. And that's what I find. Quite difficult sometimes, but you know what? We just get on and do what we got to do, right? Listeners, would you agree with that? Oh, sorry, Lily, sorry, sorry. Lily, because I'm just, yeah, hot. hot, 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 hot. So, our questions today, did you see the questions?
4: Is freedom of speech becoming a thing of the past? Yes, and not much of a question, but more of a statement when caring takes a wrong turn.
3: Yeah, and we'll see why. I've kind of choose this scenario because I, I saw something at the start end as well. And I thought, oh, that's a red flag. But some people are not aware of red flags. OK. Yeah. So when caring takes a wrong turn. OK. Or when is caring too much? We should have maybe Ooh. put it in that way. When is caring too much when it comes to relationships? OK. All right, so shouting out um, all the DJs over the start end, done an amazing job. As always, George Flavors, uh, DJ Naige, and sending out condolences to the family, the George family, for their loss. Um, Hearing about so many losses at this this time, you know, for this past couple of years, it's been really quite sad. At um, lots of, you know, many people, even a friend of ours, um, passed. Uh, last, week last week as well You know so well it would have been a couple of weeks He was late to rest last week And yeah we're, our hearts Are with you and the family And we're wishing you all well Okay so um, Shout out to DJ Mark Philogene, Some great stuff last night As well as you know DJ Slim and all the DJs On the station Just really keeping things ticking over So we just big you up High five every single time. And, yeah, we're a team, we're on board, and we're just working to make the All Flavours Radio dot com station really become, or be something amazing. So, Lily, mm-hmm. the National Day. Now, I know, I know this is something that you don't like to speak about. I don't even know what it is. An epitaph. Do you know what an epitaph is? No. All right, so an epitaph is something that someone reads when... You've passed away, so today well, like a will. Yeah, no, no, it's it's like you know they read out who you were, the type of person uh, you were. Okay, yeah, yeah. So today, November the second, twenty twenty-one, is plan your epitaph day, and it's celebrated on either the April the sixth or November the second every single year, and it's a time to face what we've been running away from. All of our lives. Describing ourselves in a few words. And it's morbid, but a fun holiday. Holiday? Yeah, that's what we call it. The
4: Americans, <laughs> isn't it? A no holiday. Way. Okay. You know. I guess it makes sense. It comes on the back of um, Dia de la Muerta, which is the Day of the Dead. Okay. Which is, um, oh, yeah. next to isn't Halloween. It's it today? today, isn't it? Or was that yesterday? No. So Halloween was on Sunday. Dia de la Muerta, I think is... All Souls
3: Day. Yeah, I think it's today. I think it ends today, yeah. Yeah, because All Souls Day, I think, is on the 1st. It's the same, yeah. So it's the same, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, so there you go. So it all makes kind of sense. Mm. I wonder why... um, Well, it's October into November. And Black History Month as you know the month they give us is finished but we know we always continue it on because mm. it's something that's really important to but keep, keep up
4: that's the month in the UK in the US is yes. in February February so that's it would hit right. a bit different I guess
3: yeah however this um plan your epitaph mm. day right it's saying that we need to face some of the things that we possibly you know have been running away from our, all of our lives mm. you know so it, so it says but what if you don't run away from things no, but it's the end of our lives and facing things that have to be put into place because I, I, it's funny enough, I was listening to um, Conscious and they had loads of adverts on there. Mm. And one of the adverts was about planning your will. Yeah. 70%, I, I thought that was quite a very, very high number. 70% of people die and their belongings go into trans... Data, I think he said. You know, there's probate and all that. Transbate, mm. I think he said.
4: Where no one's able to claim anything because they've not written right.
3: a Right. And the government gets your stuff.
4: Yeah, so... Well, to be fair, the government gets most of it anyway. Yeah. Like I know someone um, recently had a member of their family pass away. Mm. And because their dad so the dad had passed away the mum inherited from the dad Mm. because the inheritance from between the mum and the dad had happened within seven years of the mum passing because the mum passed away yeah she now has to pay tax on that um the mum's got a house that's worth millions and she's better off selling the house to pay for all the taxes it's disgusting it's it's i think the taxes were like 200 and 50,000 or something ridiculous. And as well as
3: that, I know that there's a lot of widows uh, that have been paid the wrong tax price. Yes. And there's... there's uh, uh, They've got to contact the... Within a certain amount of five years of your partner passing, Mm -hmm. that you have to contact the... Is it the the people that do the benefits? HMRC. HMRC. I think it's HMRC. And make a claim... Because a lot of women are being paid the wrong pension oh. or from their, the benefits of their husbands um, passed. Yeah. But there's so much things that the government, they're underhandedly doing.
4: They're not underhandedly you know, doing it. Well, it's just if you, just you, if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. And they're not going to tell you you can get no. free money, are they? <laughs> but it's not free, but, it free money. It's not free money, but they're not going to tell you, oh, hey, instead of us only taking away five you know taking 500 we only really need to take 200 but yeah. until you tell us we're making a mistake or not give you anything
3: back at all sure that's God. just so out of order mm. yeah and the thing is a lot of people can do with that yeah and I, i'd never heard anything so bizarre as to tax in the person that's passed away as well they tax
4: death tax yeah yeah what on earth
3: Oh the world we live in you pay tax
4: people. for dying you pay inheritance tax for that person that's died that said I want to give you all my life savings and hard earned assets and money so you pay inheritance tax and then you obviously pay whatever additional you got to pay for the funeral you got to pay Probate, for lot of things
3: job. lot of things so I think this is actually quite a good day when we think about it, mm. you know, plan your epitaph. And it is a tradition. It's every culture around the world has its traditions and customs and dealing with death. All these customs are designed to help us handle the ines- inescapable cycle of birth and mortality. Mm. So history, what's the history of this um, um, your epitaph. Plan your epitaph day. In that so it's the
4: history of epitaphs dates back to the ancient Egyptians. Through mm. these epitaphs, different oh sorry, though these epitaphs differ in their story. Oh my gosh, sorry, the writing is so small, I can't see. Though the epitaphs differ in mm. their style of delivery, the ancient Greeks used the emotive expression written in Alligaic verse, and the ancient Romans typically detailed the facts of the deceased which was similar to the early epitaphs of the English church. So Greeks made it into song and the Romans just read about the dead. The words written on your epitaph will remain engraved in people's minds. Mm. Um, There have been some great epitaphs written, such as the last word of Spike Milligan, I told you I was ill still making you chuckle from the grave. Other accounts for the achievements of the deceased, Ludolf van Suleen had the first 35 digits of pi inscribed on his tombstone, being the first to calculate calculate this number out to that many decimals, though this wasn't why he died. Oh, so an epitaph is what goes on your gravestone? Yeah. Yeah. I saw someone's gravestone the other day and it literally just had their name, Mm. 1994 to 2000 and whatever. And that was it. So. And I was like. But they had a stone. And was
3: that a modern one or an older one? It was like a modern marble one. Which means that they probably didn't really care for that. Oh, you can't say that the people didn't care, but generally. No, but
4: like they were young. I did notice that they were quite young cost a lot as well you know but i just thought oh the, there's very nothing costly. there's they no sh-
3: picture like they charge you per, if you have a picture they charge you for that they charge you per letter oh my god it's it's it's
4: again this is why you gotta have life insurance i've i've just discovered this now after being cast out by many people but mm. you do have to have things that but are d- or it's, in place to support your yeah passing. the life
3: insurance is for your family but it there are other insurances i'm sure that are available for if you pass away. So, you know, it's quite important, you know, to think about these things. And Mm. I know it's something that many of us don't want to think about. And sadly, on a day-to-day basis, we do, like, you know, we've just spoken of two of our friends, um, even within um, All Flavors family, we've lost family members. And really, what are our last wishes In that sense, I know Mm. it's something, it's something possibly that we don't want to speak about, but it's actually something that's really important to speak about
1: Mm.
4: and to plan. You know, what'd you say? Yeah, it's important to plan, I guess. I just think it's um, everyone, I think, plans and prepares and. Copes in their own ways. I don't personally like to talk about these kind of topics mm-hmm. um, because I don't I don't find them conversational. But they are important, obviously, to sort out. You know, your put your house in order, as they Absolutely. say, and don't wait until the end yeah. to put your house in order. You do it from when you are compass mentis, so that you yeah. can put your family members at a bit more. I know someone at the moment who's. Um, got a family member who doesn't have all their mental capacity now and there's a lot of things that weren't put in place when they did have mental capacity which is causing a lot of trouble yeah um because you can't really do anything if that person has got savings or you know money that you may have received because nothing's been documented yes it makes it very difficult for the family to be able to care for them for one Mm -hmm. um but then to know what happens with those monies once the person's passed, so... See, and um,
3: yes, Joy McKay says, Miss Beryl's sister, Helen, passed. Our condolences to the Rhodes family. So, you know, again, it's, it is it is a natural cycle, like it says, from birth to um, mortality. You know, so at the end of the day, it's something that we all going to have to deal with it, deal with... At some point in our lives, mm. so it's it is good to have a plan, and yes, yeah, is plan our epitaph, so what do we do, like you said you visited a graveyard and you saw
4: no i didn 't visit a graveyard oh, Where did you see the I just uh, saw it online Someone online was, okay um grieving their loss, and they posted the picture of a few people that had passed okay um no i wouldn't visit a graveyard
3: we did the other day. it was beautiful. we went to see um DJ KJB's mum, uh, you know, mum. Mm. And there was a butterfly came down and mm. it landed and I got it. Oh, that's you nice. know, white butterfly. It was there with us and then it left. And then we go around and we have a look. Mm. And that and there's not many people that have been added to that area mm. where mum is, but like it was it's very serene, it's very calm and quiet. Yeah. quite a place to be in and where many dreams lie too many dreams yeah. lie in those places
4: i think yeah. that's the saddest part is the fact that it's a place filled with what could have been for many
3: yeah yeah and like you said the one that you saw was a young person mm. and there's lots of people that are grieving their youngsters mm. open to whatever the situation may be still illness um gun and knife crime is another big one, isn't it, that takes young life away too. Mm. And yeah, with we're, we're talking about writing something what we'd like written. Generally it because life maybe cut short quickly, then it's someone else that writes it. Mm. But what would you say? What what would you say about your set yourself?
4: But I think it's nice for other people to write it. Yeah. Because that's the whole point, is people celebrating you. It's not You saying I was amazing, I was this, I was that. Yes, Mm. you are all those things, but it's nice when those accolades are scribed by someone else. Yeah,
3: okay. And it's their thoughts, like that one you said, again, had nothing. Yeah. So there was no emotion or anything below it. You just got a date and that was it.
4: Yeah, you got the person's name and the date that they had the birth and the death of the person, mm. but there was no, like, beloved daughter or mm. beloved sister, just space.
3: Yeah, and that's, that's another sad, isn't it? So why we love to plan our epitaph day, it says it's time to reflect. It gives us a chance to reflect on our, our mortality while we continue to live through the memories of our loved ones and our friends, as well as remembering those that have passed away as well. So reading epitaphs of ones who have passed always doesn't just offer inspiration and advice, but can also be a good way to rem- to remember them and their existence and appreciating life for an epitaph. So li- like um, life, death can also have great learning experiences and it teaches us that nothing is permanent. Life, happiness, sorrow, pain or joy. So while writing an epitaph, we can realise how precious life is, and life is very precious, so we must we must gravitate and stick to our loved ones and tell them that we love them on a constant basis, on a regular basis, mm. and spend time with them as well. Mm. That's extremely important too. So plan your epitaph day. I know it's a bit gruesome, I guess, but looking at it from Different angles. I can see the importance as to why we should do that.
4: Do you agree, naturally, Lily? Not really, but we don't always agree on this show. I so. know.
3: That's <laughs> all right. I, I, I noted that we don't always agree, but yeah. hey, that is life, isn't I it? I think it's important
4: to plan, but there's certain things that you just don't need to plan for, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Mm.
3: Moving on swiftly. Yes. Moving on swiftly. <laughs> so, naturally, Lily, our thoughts our history okay and sometimes we think history is all about the past Mm. but sometimes we're writing our history would you agree with that Mm -hmm, definitely so this young man we've spoken about him before on the show Mm -hmm. it says just a shy young black kid from stevenage who became a world champion seven times with a hundred grand prix victories does anyone out there know who we're speaking about we're not going to say his name. We'd just like for you to maybe try and mention his name in the chat box or give us a call Oh seven eight nine five one three four seven one three. It's So, Lily, we have to try and not mention his name until the end of the article. Okay. And let's see if the listeners can guess whom we're talking about. So, we're going to give us a bit...
4: Would you like to give us a little bit of a background? So, this person <coughs> was the... Uh, no, sorry. So this sir mm-hmm. reached his 100th, 100th Formula One Grand Prix victory in Russia um, and his family will remember that once upon a time he was just a young black kid growing up in Stephen in Hertfordshire mm.
1: um,
4: one of his victories was sorry I'm just going to read it as is but I'm going to omit the person's name <laughs> it's hard to put this young person a hun- person's 100 formula 1 victories into context and no one in the 71 year history of the sport has ever reached three figures of race wins so that's a massive achievement between 2006 and 2020 Michael Schumacher held the record for the most career wins at 91, a number that was 40 clear from the previous record and seemed unbeatable when this young man started out their career in 2007. Mm. Uh, It's become clear that this uh, racer would surpass that number and uh, pass that number over the past 12 months. Um, And... Basically, he broke all the expectations because he's had a hundred wins. So he beat beat Schumacher's 91 with a hundred wins. And he said it's a magical moment. When he finished his race, he said it was a magical moment. I could have only dreamed of still being here and having the opportunity to be able to win these races and drive against such phenomenal talent this late in my career. Yes, he says he redefined Formula One Mm. or his
3: Formula One career. Mm. Does anyone out there know who we're speaking about? Um. Please let us know. Type it in the chat box, or give us a call: oh seven eight nine five one three four seven one three, or text us on oh seven eight nine five one three four seven one three. So that's amazing, isn't it? So he's young fellow, and it says twelve months. He perceived lim- He perceived that limit mm. of what is possible in a single Formula One career. Yeah, and he's he said it's been re- redefined and so. he,
4: he's not just been all about the sport he's not just been a petrol head um mm. he's also taken a very visible and vocal role in the issues that are to do with racial equality and social injustice yeah um he launched a new initiative to help motorsport inspire more opportunities for young black students and eventually improve diversity in grand prix racing so he's also been very vocal when it comes to um uh, not, yeah, things like Black Lives Matter and yeah. getting our voices heard. And He wore
3: that T-shirt, didn't he? Do you remember we did. spoke on that? Yeah. And what I found really amazing that he was the first and only black driver in championships history. <coughs> wow. That's amazing. So wow. the first and only black driver in Formula One. And the, the nice thing is that he's opening up these roles mm. for other young people that want to come through. There's other uh, women in Formula One racing. Yeah, I doubt it.
4: do you know what's funny my friend's writing a paper on um gender equality or inequality in education okay and one of the things that we was um talking about was the fact that there are such large disparities when it comes to encouraging males and females to go for certain roles yeah for example we were maybe not so much the now but we were as females encouraged to go into nursing or the caring sector, whereas men were encouraged to go into sport or IT or medicine. Um, And I was speaking with um, Jay and our friend that works with um, telecommunications company, and they are really like shouting out for women because there is so male dominated. Yeah. And
3: it's the same. I went for another job, uh, this week and again it's quite male dominated Mm. there was a couple of women because i was on the call yesterday and there were a couple of women in position however it was more of a male dominated company yeah and at the end of the day i think they're reaching out and especially for people i think we spoke on this a while ago with the opportunity section about um disabled Mm. so there was a guy doing all the sign language but it was lovely to see Mm. that and opening up a more diverse working, uh, more of a diverse working community. Yeah. As opposed to it just being a male-dominated uh, mm. working environment. Yeah. Things are changing. They need Stay to. Sure, but then you know sometimes, when we think ab- about certain things, going back in the past, mm. in the sense of this male domination, mm. there's still a lot of catching up to do in that regard
4: but again it starts with the education sector because yes. that's that's the point that was being proven it's if you encourage this from like we, there was something we were talking about last week i can't remember what it was um, but we say it, it was the books the, oh. the 50 decolonize your
1: um, bookshelf. bookshelf
4: yes and saying that when you are in the education sector you have you don't realize how much of um impact that's a new word we've been learning over the last couple of weeks impact you can have on your learners and on your industry by just making a couple of suggestions yeah so being an english teacher you know getting them to do some careers research there's loads of english that goes into that reading literacy and all that Mm. stuff but getting them to look at jobs that they wouldn't necessarily be encouraged to do
3: yeah there's a lot there are a lot of jobs out there Mm. that that i remember a friend of mine i mean not a lot of people would want to do this job that's going down into the sewers and clearing them Mm. however that's quite a lucrative
4: yeah well it would have to
3: be you know vocation (laughs) That's just one that was just a really obscure, but it's an obscure job that no one would actually think about, mm. or working in a laboratory or mm. something DNA. who knows, but what's nice about this young fellow is that he's started a or launched a commission um for a research initiative to help um from the Royal Academy of Engineering. so he's actually started mm. a commission, so he's an amazing young fellow that, you know, he's doing some awesome things, not just a Formula One, he's not just a petrol head, but is active full in activism, full in launching his own commission here, as well as, you know, lots of different initiatives to help increase representation of black people in British motorsports, OK? Yeah. So... Has anyone guessed who we're speaking about? Let me just have a look. Oh, well done, Joy McKay. Really? Well done, Joy McKay. You are indeed right. Mr. Mr. Hamilton, Mr. Lewis Hamilton. He's an amazing young man. And our youngsters can learn so much, so much from him because he, wow, what can we say? Really, looking at those things that he's... Put forward,
4: he's a high achiever, he's done extreme, extremely well, mm. and he's come up against many challenges. Um, because we know one of them was the t shirt, oh, he shouldn't be wearing the t shirt, mm. he should be banned from Formula One, and all of that nonsense. Um, and he overcame it, and yeah. he embarrassed them by getting <laughs> over a, a hundred wins, yeah, um, and smashed all of their it. records. So, well done, Lewis Hamilton, sir. Sir Lewis Hamilton well done to you and yeah let's 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 just keep bigging up everyone all of our
3: people that are making waves and striving for better and giving our youngsters hope Mm. yeah so beautiful people we'll see y'all in five
1: stay there we'll be back after these at 15
2: Elijah J McCoy moved to Scotland seeking opportunities he was denied in America his studies abroad led him to develop over 50 patented inventions, including the automatic sprinkler and the folding ironing board. It's believed the quality of his work gave rise to the term the real McCoy. Celebrate his legacy and learn more about black history.
5: Yo, guess what my uncle just said? Tell them who you tell me. Who not, danced all right though? Okay, look. Shaba was the king back in the day. Shaba! But popcorn is. Fire! And he's gunning for the throne. How he do that? I always so right. Anyone can get in and stay in the know. Download the Loop app today. Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnight. From the 3rd of June to the 12th of June, 2022. Staying at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados. With daily theme parties. The welcome party. With free rum punch. The lovers rock concert and party. The dressing white catamaran party. The swim whip or short speech party. Comedy in the boatyard. A moonlight party. The beige Bar Crawl, a carnival night in the Gap, the oysters, Fish Fry and Grill Party Night, the International Artist Night, and the Midnight to Morning Farewell to Barbados Party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at La Fleur's Bridgetown. Early bird tickets start at just £999, based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit, followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details, call 877 799-4255 799-4255 AllFlavorsRadio.com The number one radio station on the net Reaching 179 countries in the world With the best variety of music You're listening to the best station Where the music
0: a
3: good evening, we'll to go. George Flavors. How you we'll doing, George? Sour Malaysia. There, you know, you
0: know,
3: to run, a big high five to Joy McKay,
0: then, you know, Mark Filagine from Bremen, John Kim you know, you know,
3: to John John. Chanel That we could do. didn't you know shut all the tuning crew. High five to Darnell, the therapist. How are you doing, Darnell?
1: You woke me up this
3: Guest one, two, four. And Shouting out, Gal Gal
1: right
3: Sam Samantha. I, Natalie, how you doing, that Nats,
1: you woke me, woke me, woke me right Saying late. hi,
3: big five to John Newman. of every sunshine high-five to the Instagram crew, chatroom crew, tuning crew, what's up listeners, and all you silent people out there, come and join us in the chat room, come on. Shout out to Doreen,
1: Heather,
3: Roy Hamilton. Roy, I hope you're feeling a lot better. David Isaac George is so good to hear that you've come over the hill. Not forgetting DJ Laro. You can catch Laro if he's still not sunning himself on that beach in St. Lucia tonight. From 8 till 10. That was the sounds of avery sunshine. The Lord is blessing me. And true talk, Lily though, isn't it? True talk. That the Almighty is always sharing down a blessing. Always. Always, huh? Yes. And are we live on Instagram then? No. Oh we're not live on Instagram. Not yet. Not yet, not yet. Not yet. Okay, so our word of the day.
4: The word of the day is hit. Pasul. Pasul. i mean some of these pronunciations i think that's wrong i think it's pasel parcel yeah or it could be pasel parcel pasel which
3: parcel? which pasal, yeah, pasal. Pasal, which gives us the, the idea of what that's
4: a parcel exactly parcel is that what it is i think that is exactly what it is naturally a, pa- really. a parcel pasel is a large spelt p a s s e l mm mm-hmm. Is a large number or amount of something A parcel of work for emails Awaited John on his return from vacation Yes we know how that feels
3: Yeah <laughs> To be inundated with like Hundreds of emails Oh my goodness They actually have I saw someone sent me something recently Of uh, It's a company And they work through your emails for you That'd be nice Yeah So you don't have to worry about the emails
4: so but how are, do you know they're not getting rid of the important emails?
3: I don't know, because I guess you, you'd have ones that go to your junk or you have ones that will go into your inbox, but some of, the, some of the ones that even go into your inbox are quite
4: annoying. Yeah, and some of the ones that go into your junk are... The needed. ones that you need. Literally, no. I have to just grin and bear going through my junk emails over 200 oh, no, no, a no, no, day no. just to make sure... That I haven't missed something.
3: That's why uni, they taught us to scan. I've uh, One time I saw my my t- she was my tutor at that time, or, for, or the modulator mm. f- for the module at that time. And she, I gave her my paper to read and she was like this. She was, she was like, her head was going to the side. I said, she can't be reading that that fast. <laughs> she,
4: but, but. now you have to learn to scan it
3: it's an art form just to scan and see the right things you
4: know I'm learning that now I'm marking mm. big large long pieces of work yeah that n- <laughs> we've gone from where a marking guide would just come pick off words I get that word. Yep, yep 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 and now it's like no you can't just look for marking words you have to look for the context you have to look for the structure you have to make sure that they're embedding certain things that you need them to embed mm. like there's a lot more that's gone into it now it's, it's different well it's different so
3: it's important when we f- think about PASO is a large number or amount of something. Mm. So it's a large amount, number of words, possibly, PASO. And it says, who he here the vehicle owners cheered as a 100-year-old driver of a 102-year-old Buick Irene DuPont
4: arrived again? Do you understand that, Lily?
1: No.
4: Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, you have to finish... DuPont then handily okay. handedly backed his car precisely onto a parking pe- place alongside a parcel
3: of other vehicles. Okay, so there were more than one. There was
4: lots of the lots same
3: of, thing. Yeah. So a large number or amount of something. So there was a lot of cards or cars. Should I, should I say. So we are encouraged to build our vocabulary. Get a word of the day in your inbox Every single day. So the word of our day is... Passle. Passle. Passle.
4: Passle. It sounded like you're from Newcastle. Parcel. But <laughs> it's funny because they said, did you know loss of the sound of R after a vowel and before a consonant in the middle of a word is common in spoken English? Mm. This linguistic idiosyncrasy has given the language a few new words, including cuss from curse... Bust from burst, and parcel from parcel. <laughs> there you, there you go. You got
3: it right. Well, no, per, the the, per, the pronunciation that I was talking about, wasn't it? So the parcel the is
4: uh, more of a parcel. Okay. A large number of parcels. Or parcels? Or parcels. <laughs> <laughs> I love
6: it.
3: I love it. All right, so... We, we have to run a competition soon, naturally, because we've not run one for a while, have no, we? No, we
4: haven't. And I haven't forgotten, Michael, I need to send your t-shirt. Um, <laughs> but I know you wasn't in the country, so I'm sure you're back. And we will have to send that out to you. Awesome. So, WhatsApp corner. What's in our WhatsApp corner today? So, someone sent in um, something from the head of public affairs mm. um, in Ghana. So, it says the Ghana High Commission yeah um is humbly inviting you as well as your mem as well as members of the UK chapter of the global jamaica diaspora council to a virtual stakeholders engagement to solicit your advice and inputs into the final draft on friday the 12th of november at 7 p.m so the draft is to do with um uh sorry let me just go back. The government government of Ghana is in the process of passing a homeland return law to provide a fast-tracked clear distinct and simplified pathway to citizenship for diaspora Africans and descendants of Africans in order to facilitate their return to the African continent and integration into Ghana- Ghanaian society. There is something so funny about this and I tell you afterwards. Okay. Um so they're inviting those of us from the diaspora to join a virtual stakeholders engagement to solicit our advice and input into the final draft on Friday, the 12th of November. So that's next week, Friday. Um, And indicate whether you are able to. So you need to message this person to Don't see. Don't see. indicate whether you're able to take part And we will drop their mobile number in the chat box. But it's plus four four seven nine five oh nine double three seven one seven. And the Ghana High Commission in the UK is actually on um, 13 Belgrave Square, which is in Central London. SW1X8PN. So we'll drop that
3: information um, in the chat box.
4: The embassies, there are a lot of embassies in that area. Do you know why this is funny? Why is that funny? <laughs> because literally on Saturday, yeah. Saturday and Sunday, um, we met up with friends, very, very close friends. They're family more than friends. And um, we were talking about building our house back home. Yeah. But back home in Ghana, not back home in Jamaica. And um, we've established that we've already got houses there. So, What do you mean it's already got houses there? I'll explain, but it was we was literally having this conversation because we're planning on going to Ghana go next year. Yeah. So it was literally having this conversation about building our roots for that generational, you know, you have somewhere now to call your home, not Westernize it all up, but you have somewhere back home in your African land mm. for, for the future. is that amazing? That's that is lovely, crazy. And
3: now they are, I mean, they've been doing it for a while because there's a lot, been a, a lot of people from Jamaica that have, uh, gone back to mm. Ghana uh, to rebuild their lives. And even in Gambia as well there's been a lot, that I think some of the Malis are out in Gambia as mm. well. So they are repatriating, is that what you call it? Repatriating, yeah, repatriating, going back to Africa. Yes, but this mean. is
4: why I wanted to get the Jamaican passport mm. um, but obviously <laughs> for reasons, i next to many um, yeah. but you can get your Jamaican passport if you are of from Jamaica, because they were encouraging Jamaicans with citizenship to go and live in yeah. God, you
3: know, but they're talking about the the black diaspora there as well. So, and descendants. So mm. we would fall into that category. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Regardless of whether we have a English, or not. an English passport now, because it's, you know, no. um, I'm still in the European Union.
4: <laughs> my <of> the red <laughs> burgundy one.
3: Okay. Thank you. But regardless of that, then, we are descendants of African yeah Africans, so we would be entitled and that's really good so if we can that's next Friday really it speaks about um, the global Jamaican diaspora but I'm sure they're talking about people from all over the
4: Caribbean yeah because it says Africans and descendants yes so. Yeah,
3: so why not go and check it out if mm. that's what, something that you're interested in it's something really well worth looking into mm. and seeing exactly what it is that they're offering mm. Alright, so that, this is from our WhatsApp corner and this is from people that are sending things in Thanks Gary, Gal Gal for sending that one in for us And yeah, we just take stuff that people want us to speak about on the radio And this is our little corner, um, mm. WhatsApp Where we will speak on things that people are interested in And want to hear a little bit more about So this one was actually quite interesting as well That the murderer, there's a double murderer That confessed to the new crossfire that killed 13 black partygoers in 1981 Lily. wow yeah it says there's dramatic new evidence sparks fresh accusations and police failed to properly properly investigate that blaze that stoked race tensions back then i yes, they do so you know with that being said it they've come this person has come forward and stated that he took part in that terrible, and I know that. Um, I think it was DJ Lara that said that he lost a friend in that fire as well, didn't he? Oh dear. yeah. So it's good that someone has come forward as regards to that. Mm. And it's this man here, um, yeah, it says he, he looked, looks
4: like a bit of a psycho.
3: He does, Michael Smithy Man, yes, oh,
4: gosh, with that name Smithy he's been
3: jailed for killing his pregnant girlfriend. So he, says he was, so he wasn't
4: even jailed for the 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 fire no but he he confessed oh. he confessed to
3: um to having part in it back there in
4: 1981 mm-hmm. so but you know why he did that mm-mm. sorry i there are nothing passes my face mm-hmm. you know why he did that no for reduced time wow well do you think his
3: time will be reduced what i do
4: you think i will tell you everything that happened with Me and my girlfriend, um, if you can reduce my sentence, I've got Mm -hmm. some information for you. Because it doesn't say he caused the fire, it says he was a part part of it. So I can give you some information in exchange for a reduced sentence. Mm -mm. These people don't do nothing for free. Yeah, but he killed 13 black people. Well, he had a part in it,
3: in killing, and maybe he might tell other people's names, who knows. Mm. Who knows? But that that is there's that's a breakthrough there. Remember we spoke a while ago about that young boy who was um slain at the petrol station. Do you remember Lily? And Oh um, yeah, a little while ago. Right. So this this just goes to show that in nineteen this was that happened in nineteen eighty one. Yeah. And now what, thirty years later someone Still is happening. coming someone is coming forward to say what happened. Yeah. So that gives us hope that people will eventually Come forward. But thirty years later, something. when
4: maybe the parents aren't even around. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? It's more for us as the as the, the bystanders and the onlookers. It's like, oh, that's great. Someone's admitted to that boy's murder for thirty years ago. Mm. But to those parents, that one dies not knowing if that person's ever going to be brought to justice, and mm. then the older parent, because maybe one dies and one's still alive you got to go for your elder years now sitting in court while yeah. this person gets trapped. That's, that's it's horrific. True, it's true, it's true. Wow. That's horrific. But you mean to tell me you can catch me in a women in a, I bus lane? Mm. You can catch us all in bus lanes with your perfect cameras or you've got police sitting on bus to catch people on their mobile phones, but you can't see the cameras in the police station to catch the people. Mm. It's nonsense, absolute nonsense. There isn't really any justice. There's no justice in this it. world And we're going at to all. go and,
3: and speak about that when we speak about the question as regards to our freedom of speech. Mm. And is it being taken away from us mm. as we sit here and speak, you know, because that is something else that is being eroded away yeah as well
4: but tell me about this what's this about petrol prices so they're at a ridiculous high at the moment oh my one pound 42 um i've seen one pound 44 but apparently we're going as high as one pound 55 per litre 59. day light
1: rubbery, rubbery. Lily,
3: really, i filled up. when i put when i realized how much it was when i was paying because i i didn't realize that the pump in front of me today wasn't working, so they put a yellow thing on there, so I went on the pump behind, £1.59.
4: I know, <laughs> like, I like, I want to drive off, I'm not going to no, lie, but I, I, drive I I was off.
3: pumping already, oh, like, you already started. it <laughs> was like, hold on a minute, Do You know what but makes it's So early in the morning,
4: what's that? Someone, I don't know, it's not funny <laughs> to laugh, but you know when, you literally need to just fill your tank up, because if you don't, if you oh. don't put anything in right now, the car's going to, like, stop in the middle mm. of the road. Someone put, was it four pounds
1: sixty nine? In their car? How much liters? I
4: was like, oh man, they were gonna break down. That's why <laughs> put that in there. It's not what's that like two litres, two and a half?
3: That's not even two bottles of Coca-Cola, guys. That's shocking. Like, it's terrible. It the prices have gone so what what they're saying now, what we need to do, what makes sense, because before they tried to boycott, but the petrol the people knew like we would still need petrol, so and they that's care. why they put their prices up because of you people that boycotted. Right. So, so what they're saying, what we do is we boycott the big companies like BP, Shell, S O. So we go to the smaller companies, but they're more expensive. No, no, they're not because Shell and S O and B P are more expensive. To be fair i go to tesco and sainsbury's that's fine but even say even tesco's today was at 149
4: Lily. but then if tesco's at, is at 149 that's how you know the price is up yeah because tesco's and sainsbury's hands down always the cheapest
3: but someone was saying that how it, the countries that this petrol comes from they, they sell get it for
4: free right they On get the, it for free they go out of the, the world. you want petrol oh i got it in coca-cola co- co- cans you want one for free they don't pay for petrol and we're out here like mugs paying £1.59. The thing is, they're talking about all this climate change as
3: well. This, this is the next thing that they're, they're trying to get us with, this climate change. So the changing over of uh, uh, gas boilers to hydrogen and all this kind of stuff. That. But they want us to drive electric cars. Biden came. He was in Italy with his 85-car
4: entourage.
1: <laughs> Wait.
4: Talking about climate change. <laughs> i make up these thing's here
3: What That's, Yes
4: 85 car
3: Entourage I heard it on um, BBC4 I was shocked 85, 85 car Entourage But you're coming here To talk about Climate change
1: But why And then
3: you're say The thing is When it comes to Climate change It isn't Joe Bloggs It's the corporation's them using up all that yeah me switching and all on and off my lights is not going to make a no, difference or having the iron on even if you leave, leave the iron on or the the hoover on in all day it's not going to even tip the balance of what all these corporations are doing but it's always a man at the bottom that gets stuck but yeah. that's for another day but this so what they're saying is we boycott what we do we don't purchase any petrol from any of the big oil companies mm. such as Shell, B P. Mm. and that way when they're not selling petrol, they'll be inclined to reduce their prices. And if they do reduce their prices, the other companies will have to follow suit.
4: Can I put a spanner in the works here? Yes, though? you can, please. These big corporate companies mm. will just buy out the small companies. Right. But so if if look at the little petrol station that was around the corner. Yeah, but yeah. if
3: you're using that one, they're, they're still more likely to be in business. Yeah, but they're just gonna go and
4: buy them buy at the company. And then you'll be forced to use the petrol from the bigger company. That's like that's the way it works. Look at look at little Joe blogs. We all want to see houses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We wanna go and see our nice Victorian style houses and then someone had the bright idea. Oh no, but it doesn't cost it's not cost effective to have people living in a line. Mm. let's make people live one on top of the other. So they bought out the little plots of land where the houses were, they relocated these people and said, oh, we're going to put you in a really, really nice up-and-coming modern-age place, bought their houses,
1: mm.
4: and then piled them one on top of the other. It's not cost-effective. So the little man loses out, sells his company thinking, oh, I've made a quick buck, mm. and then the big company like Esso is just going to buy them out and keep the prices at, at the same level as that.
3: Well... Literally Lily. What do we do? What do we do,
4: listeners? Ride a bike.
3: Yeah, that's that too, but when it gets it's getting really oh, cold though, the
4: the Or weather Hire drops. an electric scooter. But make sure you hire it and you don't ride your own one, otherwise you get fined.
3: Oh yeah, that's what happened to your student, wasn't it? No, it Foolishness. It. Like like I say, it's always the man at the bottom Such or us Joe Blogs at the bottom that gets penalised for certain things. So beautiful people we're going to be tackling after the break is freedom of speech becoming a thing of the past and when caring takes a wrong turn we'll see y'all in five stay there we'll
2: be back after these at 15 elijah j mccoy moved to scotland seeking opportunities he was denied in america his studies abroad led him to develop over 50 patented inventions including the automatic sprinkler and the folding ironing board it's believed the quality of his work gave rise to the term the real mccoy Celebrate his legacy and learn more about Black History.
5: Yo, guess what my uncle just said? Tell them who you tell me. Who I did? That's all right though. Okay, look, Shaba was the king back in the day. Shaba, but Pop Khan is fire. fire, and he's gunning for the throne. How he do that? I always saw so right? Anyone can get in and stay in the know. Download the Loop app today. Don't miss the Flying Fish and Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnight from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Staying at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados. With daily theme parties, the Welcome Party, with Free rum Punch, the Lover's Rock Concert and Party, the Dress in White Catamaran Party, the Swim Whip or Short Speech Party, comedy in the Boatyard, a Moonlight Party, the beige Bar Crawl. A carnival night in the Gap. The Oystens Fish Fry and Grill Party Night. The International Artist Night. And the Midnight to Morning Farewell to Barbados Party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at Le Fleur's Bridgetown. Early bird tickets start at just £999. Based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details call 877 799 All flavors radio.com, the number one radio station on the net, reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. You're listening to the best yes. station where the it's music. So thick, right?
3: How you doing? Chatroom
5: crew?
3: Uh Tuning crew, how you all doing?
5: Sounds of Beyoncé and Jay-Z? Hi
3: there, John Ken. And what's that to do with helicopter, Joy McKay? Channel all the uh, all flavors DJs. So the a Say the big high five to guest one, two, four. Baby, Sonia from lately, Hessen. On to Beyoncé, there, crazy in love, and yes, our scenario <laughs> takes us to being crazy in love, but we're not there right at this moment. Um, however, naturally, Lily, yeah. I'm touching the screen here. Look, it's been a very long We've day. We've been asking the question: Is freedom of speech becoming a thing? Of the past. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, listeners? Give us a shout 07895 134713. But naturally, Lily, take it away. Yes. Why'd you say that?
4: Freedom of speech is being taken away because we cannot say things freely, one without others getting easily offended in this new. gen z era and two because the moment you say something that may offend someone mm. you've got to be prepared for the backlash and i'm talking about like on social media so say for example you make a statement out loud i don't know i don't like kinky hair I, i'm sorry i don't know why i thought of that as first <laughs> thing um but say you make those statements out loud mm. The backlash, the negative comments, the... your arrest I don't know what the words are. They're not coming to my head. But the backlash that you're going to receive is people basically downgrading or saying that your mm. opinions are not valid.
3: Yeah, well, I'm still in um Facebook prison, guys. Are you? Still in Facebook prison. So what I said must have been something really quite... I have no idea because... I only ask two questions mm. and i it's not down to me what other people say. So I possibly, maybe they thought I was the instigator. Mm. And in Belarus, is it Belarus? What they're saying now in social media is an extremist, like Telegram, for instance, is an extremist platform. And if you're caught on that, that platform, that you can go to prison. Telegram? Telegram. It's basically WhatsApp. Yeah. So all these things are coming wow. into place. And um, like you said, uh, what is it? The shadow banning, all this kind of stuff. I watched something yesterday of this young um, fellow talking about the V word. And um, he says he doesn't care no more. You can shadow ban me. You can do this. You can do that. But it has to be said. Certain things have to be spoken about. Otherwise, we're going to be so in the dark, not even in the dark about things, not able to say Anything and just have to tutus. They're going to be ving, you know, giving you the deaf jab to students in school, right? Without the parents' knowledge, without even the parents' consent, they're going to be and doing these cars, things. They
4: can't, but we know they can. They mm. told us a year ago, don't leave your house. You're not allowed to leave your house, and we all listened because they said it was illegal. Mm. it's illegal for you to leave your house but it was illegal for me to leave my house but it was legal for me to leave my house to go to work until now i just don't understand but we're all in the same and obviously some people had to go to work work for the nhs blah blah, blah you know it had to be done but that is what shows us even though there are things that we say they can't do actually they can
1: mm.
4: and whatever way we want to look at it you say oh i'm i'm a free person in this United Kingdom, I should, be, I should be able to say what I please. It may don't ruffle a way. few feathers, it may not be of the opinion of the majority, but that's my opinion.
3: They don't care because it says our civil liberty is being infringed upon. Our civil liberty to say what we have to say to speak about the things that we want to speak about, that we are being gagged. And we're we're not able to say specific things. Otherwise, yeah, you will get shadow ban. You will you will get your account striked off from a so- social media platform.
4: I mean, come on. When Facebook first came around, who knew knew about shadow banning and getting blocked? Fe- when I look back on some of my Facebook posts, no way to like, When I look back on some of my Facebook posts, I'm like, wow. I used to say these things out loud, mm, but because that's the thousands of people you've projected that to thousands of people and now no i don't like what you said
3: block you think and that's what you're saying because there did you know that there was a whistleblower it's a woman she whistleblowed about social media and the content that's being posted there's some people within facebook for instance and there are videos going up all the time and don't forget, we live in the UK, so there's nothing really extremist that's happening mm. in this country per se. Yeah. Okay? However, there's wars going on in certain places, there's um, beheadings going on mm. in certain places, there's lots of, um, even um, rape, uh, like gang rape and all this stuff going on, like the dark, deep underground stuff that's happening out there. And some people actually video this stuff. And try and post it up on Facebook.
4: And that's what gets me. Yeah. That's what gets me vexed. Mm. Because you will allow... They don't allow it. No, no, no. You will allow mm. a woman to shake her bum in the camera, have you see all her crutches and all of that business, wearing one little piece of star on her nipple, and that's fine for you to post, yeah? sexualize every type of female... But then you will have another woman who is fully clothed speaking about women's rights and stating certain facts and figures and saying this is not correct. And she'll get shadow ban. She'll get put in Facebook prison. She'll get her post taken down on Instagram for indecent exposure. How does that make sense? Mm. Mm. You've got nakedness. On the screen in front of you, right? But you are allowed, but you're not allowed to speak about how women carry themselves respectfully. Mm -hmm. Well, um, in the chat
3: room, John Ken says Dave Chappelle regarding transgender is one of those. Issues. It
4: is, but do you know how many people have spoken in favor of him from the LGBTQIA+ class yeah. community? Yeah,
3: because he's not saying nothing bad. I've no, when I've watched it, I've never seen anything bad in that regard. As well as, he's um. Daniel Daniel says, yes. I think our freedom of speak speak is be becoming limited always a fine line between freedom to risk risk offending and free speech
4: and actually it's it's true what he said let's talk about the dave chappelle thing Mm.
1: yeah
4: i think what dave chappelle had said was it was about a straight male stating that they would not date a trans woman Mm. trans female yeah? And he was basically, obviously it's comedy, so he'd say it in his comedic way, I can't remember how he said it, but he's like, no, like, it's a dude, like, why would I, why would I date or sleep with a trans female? And her uproar was, oh, you're being transphobic, you're being this homophobic, you're being... He's being honest. Yeah. There are gay men that would not date a trans man, because... He was born a female. That's Ooh. from a gay person's mouth. The trans community have said, all right, there are some of us that i like to keep it on the deal. We don't want everyone to know what we were at birth, but actually is relationship not based on honesty. Yeah. If the person yeah. is not happy with who you were, then how are they going to be happy with who you are? You have to be, op- we've spoken about this on the show before. You have to be open and upfront. Gay not gay, straight, but dating, the trans. Doesn't matter who you are as a person. It's about honesty. And people try to rip into Dave Chappelle for speaking his truth. Truth. Yeah, it is his
3: truth. And he's right to have that freedom of speech. He's right to say what he has to say. And he's not not tearing anyone down. He's not saying, oh, no, you know, he's not doing it in that sense. Mm. He is being brutally honest with himself mm. and how he feels about the situation. And likewise with us speaking on certain things and how our opinion is to that situation, but not tearing down anyone mm. in the process of the things that we're speaking about and the things that we're saying. Mm. However, our civil liberty is being eroded away because that we, we do get gagged. We do get um, banned to, to even ask simple questions where other people, other people's opinion. So is it down to other people's opinion that affects your freedom of speech as well?
4: Yeah. How? Like, for example, I think in the workplace, mm. there may be situations whereby you may have quite a strong opinion, mm. where, in order to have um, safe working relationships, yeah. and non-toxic working relationships you might not necessarily talk on those matters you know so for example let's take the big c and c word in certain places you have to have the um vaccination not so much in the uk but in other countries yeah. you have to be vaccinated in order to be able to achieve certain things mm. Here, not so much of an issue, but the conversation is still happening. But in your small environment, in your office environment, what do you do when everybody is for vaccination and you're against it? So in order to avoid confrontation or avoid, you know, feeling any type of way in your office, you do have to keep your opinions to yourself. Mm,
3: And it's quite funny you're saying that because what's lovely about it, uh, we had this, I had this conversation with a lady at work today and I said, you know what? And it it goes to what, one of Marjac songs about what if Rosa Parks never stood up, never sat in the back. Like, there are people for and against and everyone has their opinion and everyone has the right to live their life the way they want to live their life, to be free to come and go as they please. Mm. Okay, so, but in some cases, we have to make that stand and mm. be firm in our conviction in the things that we say, the things that we do, and the knowing the reasons why we're doing it. And the sad, the sad thing is the for the fact that our freedoms are t- daily being eroded away without us even recognizing or realizing what's being done in the insidious way that they are doing it, or we're, maybe we're just not paying attention. To the way that it's being done it's
4: because we've been distracted by everything there, else.
3: there are a lot of distractions and we've got to take the distractions out of the way and really recognize exactly what's happening to us because all right fair enough we might not live to see certain things put into place but then we have the next generation and then a next generation after that what happens
4: in that case then i just feel like the next few generations i lost i'm gonna be honest i don't i feel like as outspoken as Generation Zs are, Gen Zs mm. are, they're mashing up things for the, the next generation. I, I, I'm i saying it. Mm-hmm. Because we, when you look back on history, yeah, all the advocacy that went on, so the women rights movements, the civil rights movements, they had a purpose. They worked in, in line to achieve those purposes, I know the outcomes weren't perfect, but they achieved something. Yeah. With the advocacy that we see today, what are we fighting
5: it's, for? It, it's either a, a, it's a money
4: making thing or it's just a complaint. You're just complaining yeah. about everything. That's all I feel. I see. It's just there's loads of complaints. Oh, but you're imagine your you know family members doing this, and you're just like. Like, no-one has respect, no-one has standards, no-one has this kind of... I... It's like they say they stand for something without standing for anything. I just... That's what I feel.
3: And that's the scary thing in the sense of there's a lot of bills and laws being passed, and there's one here that we were speaking about as regards to the one to the new internet law that raises um, free speech concerns. yeah. And this, this was an article that was written on the 29th of June in 2021. Okay, so it says, and Britain proposed new internet law entails a government power grab with worrying implications for freedom of speech. According to civil liberties, groups, academics and the tech industry, it says the groups are concerned that the proposed online safety bill will handle a culture, um, secretary, uh, um. Uh, uh, hand to Culture Secretary Oliver Dowden disproportionate powers in the name of protecting users from harmful content. Now, I understand that because, again, going back to that whole Facebook thing about the harmful content that's being put out there, but then there's a lot of harmful content that does get filtered through Mm. and then they'll put a black screen on it and say this this content may be disturbing. Mm. Okay, because there's people having to watch all the content or read the content Before it's allowed to go up. And then that's where these shadow bans
4: come up. But then no one thinks about those people either. I saw something the other day. And a Facebook um, veta, I don't know what their official term was. Um, But basically the people that watch the content before it actually makes it onto Facebook. Um, And he was saying that you don't realise how they actually suffer from PTSD yeah, and they get gag-ordered yeah. um, because they're not allowed to speak about what they see. Mm. But he's like, for example, you see murders on there, you see child abuse, you see loads of things that don't make it. Some of them do make it. That guy that Don't um beat With Cats was about, that made it on social media where he murdered yeah. the guy online. Um, yeah. so some of those things do make it online, but someone has to sit and filter through all Vet of those all. things. Yeah. Um, and that must really poison their minds. Like, you okay. know. Uh, and that is really quite,
3: pff, the content is, is crazy. Yeah. So they're saying that about, you know, ha- we have our freedom. We're talking about freedom of speech here. though. So videos, I guess, and speech are kind of two different things. Because even that John Boyega, do you remember when he spoke... Or right at the start of the whole pandemic, when he was speaking about, was it in the Black Lives Matter? Yeah, and and he was at the protest? he was almost um, blackboard yeah. for speaking up. Same with yeah. um, with Lewis Hamilton for speaking up. Almost boycotted for saying. And the thing is, the truth when you speak the truth, you are penalized for speaking the truth. Mm. And when you speak a lie, the lie just gets through. And that that means that we are living under this control of the the father of the lie in the system that we're living in Mm. right here now yeah and so the lies are good and the truth is bad. How does that how does that make sense?
4: Lies are good. Do you know what as well though? You have to also look at the people that are making the laws Mm. yeah making these adding to these pieces of legislation. A lot of the time when you look at the things that they state as forbidden Mm. it doesn't affect them yeah but the areas where they should there should be highly monitored and you know things should be put in place and be done they're pushed aside because nine times out of ten those that are making the rules are involved in the disgusting things that we would look at it as a society and be like okay you're focusing so much on gagging us on social media where we have no effect whereas you've got people that are in power and employed um and they're abusing children like we was we saw the other day over 700 children in care in lewisham and they they all had reference and they all had a backstory of some form of abuse mm. that should be the focus. Not what Jane is writing about Black Lives Matter on Facebook. Yeah. That is not of concern. It's These things will pass. Do you know what I mean? Like, there are statements that people will make. People will look at it for five minutes and be like, oh, I didn't like it very much, but you just move on. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and it's Whereas scrolling. People just scroll past Exactly. It. There are other Get things that are More pressing matters. Other yeah. pressing
3: matters. And like you said, you said it earlier, though, Lily. you said about the distractions... And maybe that scrolling is a distraction, but when you yeah, kind for the of fact that, that we just bone, had to pay
4: for Andrew's lawsuit that he was going through. No one, did anyone see that?
3: See, there you go, there you go. And the, the lawsuit that Andrew, that the they weren't even going to deal with these things. So the things that need to be that matter, like we say, the lie becomes the truth, and the true become truth becomes the lie. Those and those ones speaking up, well. yeah. Mm. So it is. I guess we are living in that time. That mm. time. And the sad, the sad thing is, is that our freedoms are being impeached upon, and we need to really try and and get all get it back in the sense of being able to speak up, and be like Rosa, it's, on that bus. It's not gonna happen, right? Well, we we have to continue the fight. Otherwise, our our future generations will have no freedom. There will be no freedom for the future generations. And that's really what we should be working towards, right? Okay.
4: We should be. But when you start seeing things happening, like, for example, the whole Facebook changing, changing to metaverse. Oh, really? Um, meta, sorry. The, the, it's going to be changed to meta. And it's actually based on a book about society. And when you look at the outcome mm-hmm. of this book inevitably you always end up with a hierarchy you always end up with the rich staying rich and the poor staying poor like it doesn't change yeah it's just it's it's the same jacket a vicious cycle but from a different shop
3: well where does the change come i'm going to leave with that question but also our next scenario because we have come very close to, to the end of the evening on the 2nd of November 2021 and when caring takes a wrong turn so beautiful people we'll see
1: y'all in five <laughs> trouble in my life problems where you don't come home at night but when you do Up. Start some shh, then hang up, or should I be a lady? Oh, maybe because I want.
3: Melanie, Fiona. And it oh. kills me. Lily was getting down in the studio just then. She was just feeling that to the bone, right? Naturally, Lily.
4: <laughs> I haven't heard that song in a good old minute and I needed to just bellow it out,
1: you know? Yeah. Bellow it
3: out. You were doing a great job there. You were doing fantastic, girl. Thank
1: you,
3: Yes, so naturally, Lily, really, that question that that second part or the scenario, should mm-hmm. we say, about um, when Karen takes a wrong turn? Okay, all right. So this is this is, I saw this. It was something evil lives here. I don't know if you've seen this. Um, it's like documentary, and it's about where an evil person's actually been living under someone's roof. Okay. So it was a woman. She hooked up with this guy and (coughs) it turns out he started um looking at her phone records he put a tracker on her Mm. all this kind of stuff but he was actually he ended up being a serial murderer serial killer and yeah but he cared too much in the fact he didn't kill her but he was she was living with him and he was
4: going out and killing all these other women so it's basically because he knew what he was capable of and he um, didn't want her to be at the receiving end of malice
3: no because I think that she got to a point where she'd had enough and she would have ended up being a victim yeah so they care they care (laughs) but they care can you care too much that's the point Is it caring or is it distrust? Or is it just paranoia? Possessive.
4: Yeah, it could be anything, isn't it? You know. I just. I feel like this is too much. Um. Yeah, I, I watched, some, watched something mm. and the guy wasn't actually even with the girl. The girl didn't even know he existed. But somehow he had, um, like, recreated her phone. So he had access to all her messages, all her emails, all her phone calls. Um, he That's could, obsession. like, intercept the phone calls. Then he came into contact with the... Guy that used to be her love interest and kidnapped him, and inevitably, in the end, they end up together. I haven't quite gotten past that point to see what happens thereafter, but that is too much. That to me is too much. It's an obsession
3: leash. That's that's a. It's a full time
4: job. It is a full time job.
3: It's sometimes if do you know what if you're in a relationship. And you have to even just be checking the phone. Mm. Why are you going to check your partner's phone anyway? Or if you're going to have to be like on the down low, like dark glasses and big hat trying to follow (laughs) them around, you have to check yourself. You've really got to check yourself and think, why am I behaving like this? This isn't rational. It's not rational behaviour. And there's something psychologically something psychological going wrong um, it and going on inside of you that you have to do that
4: I wouldn't go that far I don't think something psychologically going wrong I think you've gotten to the point in your relationship where you feel like there is a change I'm hoping you've gotten to the point that where you're saying there is a change because if if this is something that you've been doing from the beginning then you really do ne- need to get help mm. you, it says
3: you can't justify it by saying that you just care about what you're doing or care about that person that's why you're doing it because like, there are some behaviours that are acceptable and there are some behaviours that are unacceptable. And in You're like well, scenario... following follow around
4: your man with dark glasses.
3: <laughs> <laughs> or get your friend to follow him. Or now that you could put track on someone's
4: phone. But you could... I don't know how you do that without getting access to their phone, though. When they're sleeping, you get their thumb because now, now you've got your thumb and put it <laughs> on their face and you get
3: in that <laughs> no, phone i open like you said it's a full-time job <laughs> sorry. like you might as well just just go and join the police force and become a de- detective because really at the end of the day it's just too much it's too much and if you get to that point you know you can't say oh you, i'm doing it because i love your baby i'm doing it because i care no they're doing something... it because you don't
4: trust the person is it to do with trust? Is to oh, do with you trust. trust. You are following that person and, and 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 going out of your mind because you don't trust the person.
3: Then you need to leave it there's, alone.
4: There's a difference between not not trusting the environment they're going to and not trusting them.
3: Boy, mm, you, you know your what I mean. Though you still have five minutes to call in, <sighs> text in, and let us know, listeners, because I mean this is quite. I mean. Maybe we think that, oh, it's not too much of an issue when caring takes the wrong turn. It says if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, you typically like to know what they are doing during the course of the day Mm. because you care about them. So you say, hey, babe, how are you doing? You give them a call. Oh, what are you up to? And that's where you leave it. But this quality turns into a problem when your significant other is just constantly suspicious of you. If there is a legitimate concern then by all means, ask away. Maybe they might have cheated or something in the past, you just don't know. But when someone you love is constantly accusing you of lying or not telling them the whole truth, you have serious problem in your relationship. Don't just justify it by saying that they just care about what they're doing. No, they don't trust what you are doing. And you just said that there, isn't it, Lily? It's the trust.
4: Fully, really? like if if all of a sudden Jay started calling me ten times a day, mm. I'd be like, "Yo, yeah, dude, what's going on with you? Do you know oh. what I mean? It's that's not normal behavior. That's not yeah. how we have been in this relationship. So why all of a sudden are you checking up on me every five minutes? Because possibly they
3: might be doing something as well. Fully, they might be doing something. But in that guy's case, I mean, he was keeping tabs on the woman. Fo- First of all, it was the phone records and then then she split up with him and then just because he gave her a ring and said oh will you marry me and he says i want to take care of you and the children she thought oh Oh, like there are red flags there's something called a red flag or a sign and we have to be in tune to ourselves to understand and know the signs and sometimes we put it to the back of our head that this person is a psycho or you know (laughs) kind of thing And continue in, continue down that that rabbit hole. Mm. And then we just end up in a one piece of... Madness. Yes. That we could have avoided by taking that step to get... Because when I saw that, when I saw it, and he met her at a bar, and then he turned up. He turned up. At her house? No, he turned up in a garage, like a, a gas station, And I said, this man, from the minute she left the bar, I said he's going to stalk her. Do
1: convenient.
3: And then, yeah, yeah. And then it just went from one bad scenario to the next, to the next. And then it turns out that he he was a salesman, but it turns out that he was a serial killer. Yeah. But the way that he just conveniently just knew everything that she was doing. And then he started to... uh, knock her out with chloroform and then he videoed it and then she's found the video crazy crazy stuff i mean that is an extreme
4: no but yeah obviously i watch crime channel and there have been cases where the wife has left the husband and he's then just gone mad and he started he started following her and then she starts dating someone else and then he cut the brakes in the man's car and stuff like that. Like, p- they, there are people out there like that. There are. But there are. these red flags, like you said, would have been visible mm. before you had got to that stage. But then my thing is, because this is like a double-edged sword, though. Some people don't know. Not even that they don't know. If you've gotten into the relationship with this person, they will find they were cool and dandy. You would never know that they're going to turn crazy when you break up with them. yeah. And that's, that's the
3: worst well, thing about it. Within a lot of domestic violence, TV, abuse situations, the woman is more than likely to be murdered when she leaves.
4: Yeah, but if you've not had a domestic violence relationship, if you've had a reasonably good relationship, yeah. and then one day you just turn around to him and you're just like, I just don't want to be with you anymore. You don't know whether you're going to flick that switch that's the point that the the the, but there the demons just reason. have a field day
3: and he's dead there must be a reason why he's going to leave
4: no because some people just get tired they're just okay. like mm, we've done our time now
3: <laughs> the
4: light switch goes on and that's see it see you later
1: <laughs> bye <laughs> and
4: then he's like okay cool <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean you don't know you don't know Wow, I'm reading a book, and the husband literally just said, "I love you, but I don't want to be with you anymore," and then he wow. left.
3: Okay, wow. It was just, it just came out of nowhere. As it can do, you got to be prepared for every eventuality, Gosh, isn't that's it? Terrible. I
4: think I'd go psycho <laughs> if that happened. Why? Or, or, or. What?
3: <laughs> you know, super saying, no, I wouldn't do that. Why? Like
4: because you, like you're saying, you, you always feel like there must be a reason. There must be a reason for something. Okay, so explain to me, when did you make this decision? Did you make it today? Because you couldn't have made this decision today. You could have been, you must have been thinking about this for a while. And if you've been thinking about it for a while, why haven't you said, do, do you see, thinking that's a thousand thinking, miles a minute?
3: That's your thinking process, but everyone's thinking process is different. The way that everyone, other people do things, isn't the way that you're going to do these things. And that's that's something that us as human beings need to take into consideration. And if we did, then no, the world would be a much different place. I better need you place. to hand in your notice <laughs> with, for two, weeks, uh, for
4: two uh, weeks. No, 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 no. It ha- it's got to be like a year per year of marriage. So if we have been married for 20 years, then you've got to give me a 20 year notice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell next year. Oh, no, I just, no, I, just no, I don't really feel it anymore. No what? <laughs> that would turn someone crazy. Yeah. Yeah. and that's not caring too much. Well, it is caring about yourself too much because then, oh well, no, you kind of think about what's going to happen wonder, to you because then you
3: start questioning yourself, and that's something that you don't want to do. Is question yourself on the matter like, what did I do wrong? No, mm. you didn't do anything wrong. It's down. But you obviously to that, did. I mean, if that no, 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 no. Decides, no, it's, just not. it's not. It's bounce. No, it's down to the other individual. Never bring yourself into the equation of someone else's decisions but you But you are t- in the equation though. No, <laughs> you're not, you're not, because it's something that's triggered in them that has caused them to make that make that decision. It's not anything down to you. It's down to that person.
4: But you have to understand that you have been in that decision making. Maybe process. A
3: contributor a contributor but they've come to that decision because of whatever reason they've come to. That's how, I, that's how I
4: see it. Maybe you're, maybe you're the one. Yeah, you're cray-cray and I just can't take the crazy anymore. Anyway, naturally,
3: Lily, listen, we have come so close to the end of the show. Did you see any quotes in that book there? Anyway, so I found another new book here, guys. We,
4: I have given up on the 100 <laughs> thing because they were all right, but yeah. yeah. Um, so these are quotes, modern day quotes that,
3: you know, can... <laughs> What's
4: this? What have you found? Diane Abbott. Okay, Diane Abbott. A British politician, says. Oh, sorry. I've got to read the blurb about her first. Mm. She became the first black woman MP when she was elected to the seat of Hackney, North and Stoke, Newington for Labour in 1987. Mm. She's been there a while then. She was born in 1953. Um, And she states, the honest truth is that if the government were to were to propose a massacre of the firstborn, it would still have no difficulty in getting it through commons. Wow. Freedom of speech. Sounds like Herod. Yeah. And the Egyptian.
3: Wow. See. So if they made that choice to do that, then they'd get it done. And the funny thing is I've heard them saying things like in Parliament that we're not going to do this, we're not going to do that. And then they do it. They swiftly spin around. Just like we weren't going to go into lockdown. And do the opposite. You see? So we have to be truly in charge of our... We need to speak out. We Mm. do need to speak out. We need to be strong and not be fearful. Fear, what can they do to us? Mm. The worst thing someone can do to us is kill us. No, no, seriously. But once you're gone, you go, oh and Maybe, am I Am I wrong? And
4: yes and no. Once you're gone, you're gone. But then you're leaving behind who? That's true. You, to you have to think about the, the, um, That's re- the, worst the consequences.
3: Scenario is when you think, yeah, people like Malcolm X or uh, Martin Luther King, they were. But there were a lot of people that stood their ground mm. and they... They won mm. through because we're speaking about those people today. <clears throat> if um Harriet Tubman, mm. look at what she went she was right there. But she was like, No, I gotta free my people, I've got to do this from twelve years of age. That's what she was thinking. Mm. And she she made that through. Mm. Lots of people there was that woman before, uh the woman on the bus, the names of Rosa Mona, Parks, Rosa but Parks. there was someone on there before her, sense. but
4: she wasn't aesthetically pleasing to the commun- to the um, was it NAACP or whoever it was? Okay. So then See, Rosa Parks did the same thing, and then she, that young girl, her.
3: the young girl that went to school, tiny little thing, look brown, yeah, look. yeah. So yeah. lots of people in our history that have stood up and said, you know what, my freedom of speech, my freedom matters. matters. That's maybe what we should be saying. My freedom matters mm. as a, as opposed to Black Lives Matter because it's everyone's freedoms that are being impeached upon mm. and that we need to speak up regardless, regardless if they want to put us on gagging orders, regardless if they want to shadow ban us. Mm. We still have to speak up for truth and righteousness.
1: Yeah,
3: That's what bon Marley done, sadly. They give him a, a shoe with a thing to prick him up in his foot and he, he passed. But... So, You know, these things, sometimes we have to speak up Mm. in order to have our voices heard. Yeah. So we're going to just shout out every single DJ on the station. Like, it's wonderful that we are growing in number and there's too many to mention, but really just shouting out George Flavours and um, really the whole All Flavours crew. DJ Laro, DJ Mark Philogene, DJ Slim um charlie muir darnell the therapist um you can catch darnell and charlie tomorrow wednesday um charlie muir is on from 7 till 9 darnell therapist from 9 till 11 as well as all the other djs please check the schedules to see who's playing live when and where. and we are we really want to say thank you all for tuning in and your constant support mm-hmm. on the station we Okay, so I guess all we've got left to say, naturally, Lily, is we will see y'all on, on the other, other side. side. Take care. Good
2: evening.
1: i I'm